Good morning, Masechik Tubot Afnun Aleph. We're starting on the Amud Sekin and Ahu Yatom Yatom. So we carry on discussing the idea of uh, basically just just to maybe you know two words. Yeah, just put things into context, which we spoke about very quickly yesterday. We didn't go into too much detail. We saw a difference between Parnasa and Mizonot. Okay, so Parnasa, we did see the Rashi at the from from Gittin. So Parnasa says, lashon parnasa, lashon So we see the difference between feeding on an ongoing basis and then, uh, which is Mizonot and Parnasa. We'll see in the Daft that it becomes clearer that Parnasa means the Nadunya. And when the daughter gets married, if the father's dead and the, and the Yatomim have got the Yerusha, so they take from the, from the Yerusha, they take money to pay the daughters in the Dunya. We also saw yesterday the idea of the sons Biyoshim that they inherit and they go to then feed their daughters. We've mentioned as well the Bani Dachri in the Ketubah of, uh, of where a person writes to the Ketubah to his wife that he'll give her children extra money and therefore isn't at least a dinar in the Ketubah. They ignore the Bani Dachri, the Rabbanan. It is a, a dinar in the Ketubah over and above the, the, the Ketubot. If he's married to more than one woman, they first give the children out the Ketubah of the mother and they share out the difference equally. The Gemara carries on discussing that today. So, who yatom v'yatoma? The Akhlu Kamerav. So, both boys and girls were orphans, came to Rabbah, and Amalei Rabbah, and Rabbah said to them, He said, you know what? The yatom, he's the Yorish, right? He's the guy that actually inherits. So, take money out of the, out of the estate and support the yatom, and at the same time, give the yatoma as well. So, take out more also for the yatoma, for the, for the girls. So now, Amale Rabbanan Rava, so Rabbanan said, I understand. Baha Marhud, isn't it you, Rava, yourself, who said, that you only can, can basically start tipping into the, the, the fixed assets, not the movables. Whether you're going to support the girls, or their which we're seeing here is the Nadunya. So, of all of those things. So, how come you're saying over here, it appears, and the Havamina now is, Take out the money for mezonot. Look, Rashi says it. I think So the uh, son and daughter says Rashi, the money is with an apotropos, a custodian from the estate. And Rabbi says, look, the Rashi, give the yatom more money they needed to live off. She tizon achotomus. They also feed his daughter. Are you there? Right? So they said, how can you do that, Rav? You yourself said that you can't take the metaltli in this money that's sitting in an estate, in a trust with the, with, with the apotropos. Only from the makarikin you can feed the daughters. So Amalehu, so Rav said to them, to the Rabbanan, he said, this Yatom, who was the, 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 the rightful heir, let's say, to the estate, if he had asked for money to be able to employ a servant or a maid to come and help him as well, you wouldn't give him the money? She says, that he's getting a double bed. What's the tarti? The two of them. He'll look after his sister and she'll look after him at the same time. So she'll do the housework, she'll do the cleaning, she'll do the cases. So she's essentially acting as a maid, but she's also his sister. She always says, there's a double value over here. We should certainly take money from the state to pay her as well. Someone carries on along these lines. And we're seeing a Gemara be a later on from Dafsam Chet from about 10 days time. Echad nechassim sheesh lemachrayut. Now there's a machloket here, Tanaim. 
אחד נכסים שיש להם אחריות, ואחד נכסים שאין להם אחריות. So normally when we say שיש אחריות ושאין אחריות, we're discussing uh, land as opposed to מטלטלין, as opposed to מובבלס. So irrespective of whether the, the chasim are land or movables, מוציאין למזון אישה ולבנות. So דיבר רבי, so רבי says you can dip into those, into those monies, right, in order to feed the, the wife and the daughters. Because we saw that the, that the banim yoshim, and the achrayot is to, to look after the widow and the daughters. That's according to Rebbe. Hashem Elarazomer, he says, Nechasim sheshle machrayut. He says, when we've got Nechasim with achrayut, so if we've got as- fixed assets, so there he says, he makes a very big distinction between a whole couple of, of, of groups. We'll see it in a moment. So Hashem Elarazomer says as follows, Motzein lebanot min habanim. Right, so you can take for the banot from the banim. What does that mean? Rashi explains it in detail. So it says, firstly, motzein min ayatomim. It says, lebanot min abanim, lemezonot ulefarnasah. So you take for the banot from the banim, from their assets, because they're the yorshim. You can take from them, right, to feed them and for the dunya. Ulebanot min habanot. What does it mean from the banot, the girls from the girls? The Rashi says, yaktanot min agdolot. He says, if they're only girls, if they're only girls, the older children are the ones handling their affairs. So Beitin can go into there, involve themselves in the situation and force the older girls to share equally with the younger girls as well because once there's only daughters, so then the Yerusha is equal between all the girls are girls or big or boy, big or small. And by nature, I suppose the older girls are the ones looking after the situation and they're ignoring the younger daughters, sisters. So the Rabbanan can, Beitin can go in and force them to give the younger girls as well. Vahacha says Rashi, It's not a question of mazon. We're not discussing here that the older daughters have a responsibility to feed their younger daughters. No. The Yerusha is equal. So basically, it's not mazonot, it's all Yerusha. That's case number two. And Rashi says, yeah, the same idea. If the older brothers and younger brothers and the older brothers are running the show, Beitin can get involved and force them to share equally between the younger brothers as well. Now he says, what does that mean? When it's a lot of assets, when it's a lot, so Rashi only discusses the opposite case where there isn't a lot. What does it mean? He says, So we saw that already. If there aren't enough, is enough money to feed the brothers and the daughters, right? Then, we saw that already. The daughters have to be fed and supported till they're old enough to look after themselves or get married. And the sons have to go and fundraise. They must go raise, knocking on doors, go do whatever they can do. So when we said over here, avalabanim mina banot, right? That's if there's enough money, we can feed them both. If there isn't enough money, the girls get first. So we see that quite a big distinction here. According to Rebbe, it was quite simple. Rebbe says, banot and isha, you feed them. Shabbat says, no, it depends. If it's only girls, they share the Yerusha equally. If it's only boys, they share the Yerusha equally. If they're boys and girls, then it will depend. If it's enough to feed the boys and girls, we feed the boys and girls. If not, we just feed the girls. And the boys have to go out and work. 
That is, all of that says Rabbi Shubir Azar is with regards to Nechassim Sheshtem Achrayut, if there's land around. Now, if it's Nechassim Sheshtem Achrayut, if it's only got movables, the guy never had fixed property, but he's got a lot of, lot of other assets. So, Motsin Labanim Min Habanim, Ulebanot Min Habanot. So now we can take. Now it's called now it's called Mazo, not Yerusha anymore. So Motin the Bani Minabani we can take from the smaller brothers to, the, to give to the elder brothers to give to the younger brothers. Ulebanu Minabani if it's only gold to give to the younger girls. Ulebani Minabani from boys to give to the boys from the girls. Avalo lebanot Minabani. But with the movables we don't give the banot from the Bani. Right. So now the halacha is an interesting thing. So we saw over here Rebbe and Rabbi Shimon Laza. Now the cloud is the Gemara says as far as Afal Gav the Kaimelan. Even though we've got a cloud, which we learned the Shuridi and Daf Kaf Aleph Abud Aleph at the very beginning of the Masechta Halacha Kerebi Michavero, and we know this as well as a cloud in the past. That when Rebbe has a machloket in a Mishnah with him and one other, so Halacha is normally like Rebbe. So therefore, here it should be just straightforward. The girls and the wives get 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 uh, get get fed, irrespective of whether it's an achrayut or not achrayut or whatever the case is. Hacha Halacha Kerebi Shuvin Lazar. Why? I'm a rabbi. Because rabbi said, Rabbi already said, the other day we saw it, we haven't seen it, so I saw it. On Daf Samach Tet, coming up, we'll see it in a couple of Daf's time. Rabbi Paskin's there, that all these halochas about feeding the wives and the daughters is from Mekarke, whether it's the Ketubah, whether it's Mazonot feeding on a regular basis or the Paranasa or the Nadunya, it only comes out of the Makarkin. If it's Metalton, it belongs to the boys, full stop, and nothing to do with the girls. That's it. Okay, Dad, you're going to send me a note about mm, yeah, the, the, the kids of my father. He saw a note that Halochalamase is that children up to the age of six, you have to feed them. And it's only above six that it makes a difference if they are, if, uh, if, uh, if you want to, you don't want to, if it's a mitzvah, if it's something nice. You know, waiting for... Okay, new Mishnah. Okay, so now new Mishnah. Look at Tavla Ketubah Betula. The Mishnah says it makes no difference if she never got a Ketubah as a Betula. She was a Betula. She still, at the end of the day, will go them a time from a Ketubah. Okay, so the Ketubah is matayim, whether it's written or not written. Vahamana man and amana will get a mana. Why? That is the Tnai Beitin. Bottom line is, an Amana gets 100 and a Betula gets 200 with or without a written Ketubah. Ketavla Sadeh Shaveh Mana Tachat Matayim Zuz. He gave her in a Ketubah, I'll give you a field worth 100 in place of your 200 for a Betula. Velo Ketavla, he never wrote her into the Ketubah. Call Nechassim Deitli Achrayin Ketubah. All my assets are guaranteeing your Ketubah. It makes no difference, Chayev. He's still Chayev to guarantee her all her Ketubah. And even if he wrote to her side instead of my time, it makes no difference. Why? Shehu Tanai Beitin again. Because that's Tanai Beitin that she gets 200 and, the, and, and all his assets are Meshubad to the Ketubah. So guarantee her Ketubah. Again, another example. Loka Tavla, he never wrote into the Ketubah. Im Tishtabai Afar Kinach. If you get captured, I'll, I'll release you. Into, and I will bring you back home. And specifically, Kohenet, he wrote, Now why he has to write to the Kohenet that if she's captured, he will send her back home. 
he will cover the cost of your redeemer and then get the cost of sending her back home. So Rashi says over here, because the aloha is, once she's been kept as a kohenet, he can't live with her anymore. Right? Because as a kohenet, if she was even anusaim, she would have been raped. So she's asked to live with him. He can't live with her anymore if he's a kohen. Right? I'll redeem you and take you back home. Even if she had been raped. So nonetheless, he still can't abandon her. He has to write in the ketubah that he will redeem her and cover the cost of taking her back to her father because they can't carry on living together. In the first case, which is very important over here, he writes, if you've taken captive, I will re- release you and bring you back home. We're going to see that in a moment. Very important. And he undertakes to bring her back home. With according to the context, even if he never wrote any of these things, the ketubah is still chayev. Why should tonight bait it? So in all these examples, in the Mishnah makes no difference whether he wrote it or didn't write it. That is the assumed halacha with or without a ketubah. Nishbet, says the Mishnah, if she gets taken captive, chayav liftota. Vim amar harei gita v'ktubata v'tivdet atzmah and rashai. He may be saying, I'm not getting involved in capturing you. Yeah, I'm paying out your ketubah now, divorcing you. He has a get. Go sort yourself out. Not going to do that. Look at Rashi. Eino rashai shekfanit chayav pidyona mishen nishbet. Because from the moment she was taken captive, she was his wife. In the ketubah, he was obligated to redeem her. He can't annul that. Uh, he can't retroactively annul that obligation. He has to redeem her. However, lakta, listen to this. If she became sick with something, chayab refuata, he has to. He is responsible to 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 pay her medical expenses. Sharefuah kemezonot says Rashi. Very interesting. Refuah is like just like he's got an obligation to sustain her with food. His obligation to sustain her medically as well. However, Amar, I'm giving you a get, I can't deal with this. And here's your ketubah, and you cover your medical costs and live with this from now on, Rashai. That he can do. Look at Rashi. Once he divorced her, she's his grusha now. And he doesn't have to feed his grusha. So while she was his wife, he has to redeem her. That he can't change. But he can divorce her and no longer has to, redeem, has to pay her, her sustenance any longer. And medical bills are like, are like bizonot, and therefore he isn't responsible for that. So once he divorces her, she's no longer his wife. She's a grusha. So he, 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 he has to redeem her because that's part of the ketubah. That if she gets taken captive, he will redeem her. But to feed her, I have to feed her as long as he's his wife. Once he gives her a gift, she's no longer his wife anymore. And medical bills and food seem to be a package deal. Okay, Gemara says as follows. Mani, who's the title of this Mishnah? Three says, Mary. Must be Mary. Why are we married? The Amar, we married. The Kola Pochetli, Betuli Mataim, Uram Naimana, Rezu Bilat Zlut. Okay, so we Mary said, we've already seen this Gemara. Well, every time I say we've already seen the Gemara, Shah shows me over here, Nundalit, ahead. Well, we did see this before. We did see this, that Rabbi Mary was of the opinion that any time there was some sort of Hashash, it was Karobli Bilat Zlut. Right? So therefore, it must be Mary, because Mary says, that my time and my and maya, that is your ketubah. And if you change that, then it's as if you weren't really married. It's a bit Because in a calm, be Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Dear Rabbi Yehuda. Ha'amar, Ratsa, Koteb. So the Gemara quotes over here. A Gemara later on, Dafnun Dalit. Rabbi Yehuda said, Ratsa, Koteb, Lebetule, Shtar, Shel, Mataim. Vehi, Koteb, Etit, Kabalti, Mimech, Mana. If a person wants to write, he writes his ketubah for 200. And then he gets a, a receipt from the woman that she already received the hundred. She never received the hundred. 
but it's a form of giving her a ketubah only for 100. She's desperate to get married, so she agrees. She says, okay, look, I've got to give you a ketubah for 200, but write me back a star that you receive the 100 from any chayv to you 100 in the case I have to divorce. You'll give you a ketubah. Ula'amana mana ve'ikotevet itkabalti v'meh chamishi. What's the same idea? Right? Ve'ikotevet itkabalti v'meh chamishim zuz. So we see over here that Rabbi Yehuda says this can be done. Rabbi Yehuda allows a situation of a, of a fraudulent, not a fraudulent, but let's say uh, an agreement in advance, even though the Ketubah says 200, she settles on 100. And the Ketubah says 100, she settles on 50. So Rameir says, if you don't give her the full 200 or the full 100, it's be like Znut. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you can't do a deal like that. So our Mishnah seems to be going with Rabbi Meir. Moshe says, but wait a second. I'm a safer. Look at the safe of our Mishnah. Now the safe of our Mishnah here is the second halacha. Look at the Mishnah quickly. Said, "Look at tabla ketuba betulu gove matayu v'manam alemineshu tanabaitin." However, katabla sadeh shave mana tachat matayim zuz v'lo katabla kol nechasim lechayin lo ketuba lechayin. Says, "Look, I'm a safer. Katabla sadeh shave tachat mana tachat zuz v'lo katabla kol nechasim lechayin lo ketuba tech chayav washu tanabaitin." That's a Tanai Beit, and he can't. The Gemara says, "Atan Rabbi Yehuda." This sounds like Rabbi Yehuda. Why does this sound like Rabbi Yehuda? The Amar Rabbi Yehuda said, "Achrayut toutsoferhu." Rabbi Yehuda's got a din that if a person doesn't write achrayut into the ketubah, then there's assumed achrayut, and we blame it on the sofer that the sofer never wrote the achrayut into the ketubah. So here we see if a person wrote. Nonetheless, we see that we ignore that he never wrote it. We say there is a chrayut. It seems like Rabbi Yudah, because Rabbi Yudah says when there isn't a chrayut in the ketubah, we blame the sofer. And therefore, we assume that there was a chrayut. There's deemed a chrayut that he never wrote it. So this could be like Rabbi Yudah. So we've got a bit of a problem in our Mishnah. The ratio sounds like Rabbi Meir, because otherwise it would be Bilatshnut if you never wrote 100 or 200. But the next halokha sounds like Rabbi Yehuda, that even though you never wrote a chayyut into the ketubah, there is a chayyut. So the Gemara says, I'm a sefer, ketub l'achshem, because let's see, what does Rabbi Meir say about ta'ut sofer? If it was Rabbi Meir, our Mishnah, and we now, we, we're concluding that even though you never wrote a chayyut, there is a chayyut because the sofer made a mistake. Rabbi Meir, amar a chayyut, love ta'ut soferu. Rimei says, if there isn't a chayt in the ketubah, it's not the sofer's ta'ot, it's the intention of the husband. The Tanan quotes a Mishnah over here, the Gemara quotes a Mishnah, in Bava Metziah, Matzah Shitreichov, the person finds a document on the floor. Rather, the document is a, a document of sale, of, 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 uh, of like a, a, an IOU, a loan document. So it says, like, Im yesh bahen achrayut nechasim, Right, if we see the document is a document with a chrayut on it, so then law yaks, you don't go and return it. Why don't you return it? Because Baitim will then use this document, which has got a chrayut, to go and demand the money. The star got lost, now you find. Now, what's the problem with that? Right? Baitim will use the document to go and claim that money. Look at Rashi for a moment. So the guy who borrowed the money, right? He borrowed money and he wrote into the loan, I owe you this debt and I guarantee my debt to you with nechasim that I have. Now what's the din? We know this very well already. 
Then if a person signs a star, let's say on Rosh Chodesh Elu tomorrow, tomorrow Shabbos, but let's say Motzei Shabbos, not Rosh Chodesh Elu, Sunday Rosh Chodesh Elu, and now he owes the guy money, and he paid him back the money, let's say I don't know in uh, Kislev, but in the meantime he paid the guy back the money. He doesn't have the money, guy money anymore, and now he comes and he sells land that was guaranteeing this loan. And now the star gets lost and the star pops up in Nissan. And in Nissan they come to Baitin and the Love and the Malve agree to lie to Baitin and say to Baitin, I haven't paid him back the money yet. So what did Baitin do? They take the star. They see how it's got a chrayut. They say, wait a second, between the time that you owed the Malve the money and today you sold the field. It actually belonged to this Malve because you haven't paid him back yet. And the lawyer says, I haven't got money to pay back. They go to the guy who they bought the field from. They take the field back, correct? Because the field was guaranteeing the debt. So what's the concern? The concern is that maybe, look at Rashi. We don't give it back, the start to the Malveh. If the lawyer admits, I haven't paid him back yet. We still don't give the, take the start back. Why? Prashata, the Gwen Bhavmiti explains over there, the Khaishina Shimit Paro, maybe the guy actually paid back the money. Umina Love now father fell in the Love's pocket, the Malve had given the Love back the star already because he had paid him back. Vazeshu Modin, why is he admitting to owing the money? Aitzat Kanunyahi, they collude together between them. Litrofla Khukot Vikalkubari and the Love said, Listen, Mr. We'll go to Baitin and say I haven't paid you back yet. Wait till we go to the guy I sold the field to. They'll take the field back from him. We'll split the money, the two of us. So we're both benefiting. And the guy I sold the field to, he loses out. And he'll never claim against me. One day he'll, he'll say he'll come back to me, but I've got nothing to pay him in the meantime, no assets. So he's not going to get a bunch of money back. In the meantime, we, we've got the money in our pockets. So because the star of the chrayut, we say ignore it. Right? Because it might have fallen out of the lover's pocket. pocket. Ain't been a chrayut. Nechassim, if the star isn't a star which has got a guarantee, it just says, I owe you money, and it can't affect a third party, so then Yaxi, you do give it back. And who says this? Divrei Rabbi Meir. We're trying to prove over here whether Rabbi Meir says that Achrayut is a Ta'ut Sofer or not. If there isn't Achrayut in the star, what does Rabbi Meir say? Is it a Ta'ut Sofer already is Achrayut or there isn't Achrayut? So that is Rabbi Meir. Chachamim Omrim, and Chachamim say, Chachamim say makes a difference. If it's got a chrayut and got a chrayut, you don't give the star back. Why? Because even a star without a chrayut in it, they'll still go and claim the money. Why is that? Look at Rashi. The fact that he's in a chrayut says, no one lends money without a chrayut. So if the guy made a star, it's obviously must be in a chrayut there, and simply the sofer left it out. Right? Now they will use it. Now listen what Rashi says. Who's the bar plukta that will Who's the guy who's arguing this mission that will be made? Because he was, he was, they lived together. They were the ones that are making it. We see in the brighter here, Rabbi Meir and Chachamim. So the understanding is Chachamim is Rabbi Yehuda. So we see a machlok Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir says we don't say star that uh, ta'ut sofer where there isn't a chrayut. Rabbi Chachamim says which is Rabbi Yehuda there is star chrayut. There is ta'ut sofer. So that's the proof. So if I say ah Mishnah which says ah Mishnah which says over here that uh, 
כתב לה שדה שווה אמנה, ולא כתב לה כל נכסים אחראיים, חי ידעת מספירים ביהודה. כשרבי מאיר אומר, אם זה לא נתנין, אין אחריות. אז כמו שזה תל אביב המשנה, זה נקרא לראש של רבי מאיר, ולספר של רבי יהודה. אנחנו לא נקרא את זה, נכון? אז נחזור לגמורה, אז לגמורה יש לך ‫ובספר...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...אחד...
And those third parties lent him money based on knowing that there's a certain amount of assets that this guy's got which are encumbered to him. The unencumbered parts, that's really the, the, the excess. But the encumbered parts, we know are encumbered. So if I borrow money, lend you money, I'm happy to lend you money up to an amount that I know for certain are free assets that aren't, aren't owed or encumbered to anybody else that I can claim against them. So if now you come to that guy and take back his, uh, his unencumbered assets, his encumbered assets, I know I never I, I, was, I was at risk with because they belonged to somebody else. So if you go and claw back your money from encumbered assets, me who was relying on the unencumbered assets, I'm not affected, right? Because anyhow, I wasn't relying on getting my money back from those encumbered assets because they already encumbered other people. But I was relying on getting my money back from your unencumbered assets. So if this guy who you sold the field to can claw back all his loss from unencumbered assets, then third parties who are relying on the unencumbered assets who are amounts they could never assess in the first place are at risk. So therefore the Gemara says that that I could only get back from unencumbered assets I, 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 from, uh, I don't have explained it right here, it's a little bit complicated, I wanted to skip yeah, out I mean, the Rashi. I mean, what is today doesn't apply to what is next week. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course, of course, but when I took a loan from you, when I gave you a loan, so you submitted your balance. Look, today I'll tell you it's more complicated, right? You go to the bank and, and borrow money from the bank. So the bank sets your balance and you aren't allowed to encumber more assets long without notifying your creditors that you owe. That's a bit more complicated than that. But bottom line is that there's certain claims that the person can only claim back from unencumbered assets. And so what are they? Payrot and Shalach Payrot, or I explained, that's not really our sugya, so I want to leave it out. Then I'm a Kabbalah Lav Lazunet Ben Ishto Ubat Ishto. Person who is, in his ketubah was agreed to, to pay the, his wife's children to sustain them. And here comes what interests us. Now, a get chov, the Gemara says here, any star, so an IOU, a loan document is called a get chov. So a get chov that hasn't got a chrayut, and a ketubat isha she'en ben machrayut. So now we wanted to maybe say that our whole mission, let's go back to the sugi remember we'll be talking about. We're trying to say who's the time of our mission, the Rimei Rabbi Yehuda. So we said the ratio seems like it should be made because Rimei says there that 100 or 200, if he writes a lesser amount, it's biyatznut. At the same time, we said the safer seems to be Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Yehuda says there that even if there wasn't a chrayut in the Mishnah, so we blame the sofer and there's deemed a chrayut. Rimei says, no, we just saw a moment ago. So I said, no, maybe the brother we saw a moment ago was Rabbi Meir talking about a star. But in the Ketubah, he would agree different, he would agree to Rabbi Yehuda. He wants to call me, because look over here. This brighter over here says that, uh, makes difference whether it's a Gethov, a, a, a loan document, or a Ketubah, She'ein Ba'achrayut, both these starot are only able to claim money from God's unencumbered assets. So now the Gemara says, Man Shamatei Da'amar Achrayut Lav Ta'ut Soferu, Rabbi Meir, right, so we see over here, so now there's a problem. Who's the guy who said that Achrayut is love ta'ut sofer, Rabbi Meir? And our Mishnah here seems to say that the fact that there's no Achrayut in the Get Chov, the fact there's no Achrayut in the Star in the Ketubah, we don't deem it to have Achrayut. So the Tana of this Brayta is not telling us that Achrayut is a ta'ut sofer. And even though there's no Achrayut in the Star, we deem that it is Achrayut. And that color, that must be Rabbi Meir. And we see Rabbi Meir says, right? Rabbi Meir, Ukatani Ketubat Isha, he's the Ketubat Isha as well. Even in the Ketubat Isha, it's the same as the Get Chov, 
and we don't deem achrayut. So the Gemara wants to say over here that we can't make a distinction in Rabbi Meir between Ktuba and Shtar. Is that clear what I've just explained up until now? Right? The Gemara says, wait a second, maybe it could be Meir, even Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe Atanu could be Meir, Atanu could be Rabbi Yehuda. Gemara says, either way, even Rabbi maybe it could be Rabbi Yehuda. Remember, this is a Gemara style, right? So we said it could be Meir, it could be Rabbi Yehuda. And because we mentioned Rabbi Yehuda last, we now discuss Rabbi Yehuda first. Okay, we don't say Kubri Merkur Rabbi Yehuda, go back to Rabbi Yehuda. We say Kubri Merkur Rabbi Yehuda, and we discuss Rabbi Yehuda first. Right? Why could it be Rabbi Yehuda first? Hatam, in the brighter which was quoted over here, Katvale Hitkabalti. Sorry, not in this part of the moment ago. We saw, when the Gomorrah quoted over here, we start Asta Kasha. And we said, at the very, be- the very beginning of the Gomorrah, said, who's the time of our Mishnah? Said, if it was Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, and we quote to the Gemara later on on Dafnun um, Dalad, Rabbi Yehuda said, if he wrote into the star that um, your ketubas are 200, but you give me back a star that you already received 100 from me. So the Gemara says, there, maybe Rabbi Yehuda says, why would he agree with that? Because it said, he kabalti. He wrote there, he kabalti. She wrote a document saying Kabalti. Here in our Mishnah, he, she never wrote hit Kabalti. So the fact that she never wrote hit Kabalti, right? so the very fact that she never wrote uh, hit Kabalti, so therefore there, when she wrote hit Kabalti, Shabbi Huda just assumes that there is a chrayot. The Ma'akashia on Rabbi Yehuda was that our Mishnah called me Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Yehuda says when she was allowed to write a, 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 a receipt saying I received the money. And our Mishnah says no, if she never got the money, if it's not written in the Ketub, it doesn't matter, she's left to get the money. Because maybe we can make a difference. Our Mishnah could be Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda would agree in this case, right, when she never wrote it Kabalti. Because she never wrote Kabalti, that's what Rabbi Yehuda says that she has to get the money. So we're going not on the, on the Achrayut now, now we're discussing the actual case in the Mishnah, where we ask the Kash and Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah agrees that if she wrote, I received the 100, he can reduce the Ketubah by 100. Where our Mishnah seems to imply that whatever the case is, the, the Ketubah can never be reduced by 100. So says, no, different. So Rabbi Yudah says, there she can reduce it. Why? Because she wrote a story that I reduced it. And here in our Mishnah, she never wrote anything. So because she never wrote that I reduced it, therefore she didn't accept the reduction. So that's a possibility why our Mishnah could still be Rabbi Yehuda. In, in, in the bright which we bought from Nundarev. Then the, so therefore the original Kashi on Rabbi Yehuda goes away. Now Ibad Aim Rabbi Meir. Because they maybe it's Rabbi Meir, the whole Mishnah, why? My Chayav Diktani. What do we mean when we said that he, she, he's Chayav to pay her the money? From the unencumbered assets, so we don't have to get involved in Achrayut. And that's the bright we just saw over here. That the bright said over here that. We said there are five types of monies that are claimed from Mechorin, from free lands, and one of them is a ketubah. So that could be Mary over here as well. And therefore, be Mary wasn't saying from Meshubadim, and therefore we assume Ta'ut Sofer, because he never wrote Achrayut. This isn't Achrayut. And even though the Mishnah says Chayev, it's only Chayev from unencumbered properties, right? So there's no Achrayut. It's from Metal Klim, in the case of things that aren't Achrayut. And if there's stuff, and she hasn't got a chrayut. In other words, if there's encumbered land, she can't claim. She only claim for unencumbered land. And then the Mishnah could be Rabbi Meir as well. Okay, I hope that, 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 that that's clear. So now the Gemara goes back and to the Mishnah where it says, Lokatabla. Uh, she never wrote there, Lokatabla. 
that he would redeem her, l'shachar otah. So Amr Avodah Shmuel, Avodah Shmuel, Sanakas Eshet Yisrael, She'nensa, Ashar Abada. So a, a, a Jewish girl who was raped, even if she's a Yisrael, not a Kohen, she's Ashar Abada. Why she asked the bottles until he says, Chashira, Shemet Chilatab, Onesho Sofa Bratso. Maybe you're right. She started off, when the guy started raping her, it was rape. But during the act, she started enjoying it. And therefore, she was no longer an Anusa. She was a, a Mazana. Right? So, Aitivay Rav Labuad Shmuel. So, Rav Asakasha, how can you say that? Our Mishnah says, Im Tishbetai. If you are taken captive, I will redeem you, I'll free you, and I'll put you back and reinstate you in my house. So if you write that an anusa is then how could Mishnah say any girl taken captive, the assumption she was raped, how could he reinstate her back as his wife and bring her back home? The assumption had to be that she was Baratzon, she was Mazan, and he can't live with her. Ishtik, the government said Ishtik. Avodah Shmuel never yet answered the question. So Kari Rav Alei the Avodah Shmuel. So Rav sort of like I was a bit mocking. Dina used the passage. He says Sarim Atzru b'Milim v'Kafias b'Milim. Basically, he says Sarim Atzru b'Milim. The Sarim he calls him a Sar. Right? Avodah Shmuel like a Sar was stopped with words. In other words, I stomped him. So Gemara says. So the Gemara understands that if Rav says I stomped him, and he never knew how to respond, that there must have been a good answer that he should have given. So what says, my What should he have said? What was he meant to reply? What was he meant to say? So he said like this: Just answer and say it simple. Really, me not deal with a regular girl if she was raped. So we can say maybe But with a shvua, we're going to take a captive. We will make it on that, and that's why our mister says, take her back. You should take captive because the difference between a girl taking captive and another girl being raped. Isn't it a chazoka that uh, Bat Yisrael is, uh, is, is not... Uh, Mazane. Not to Mazane. So not automatically, but once the rape started, then she loses a chazoka maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Right. So the Gemara, So according so, to so, 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 Avodah Shmuel, let's assume that he would have said, So what, in such a place... Where, uh, according to Shmuel, to Avodah Shmuel, Ones the Shariach Mana, where would we find a case of Ones? So, when Rabbi says this, so according to Avodah Shmuel, if he thinks that Ones is Asur because of Tzlataba, Ones and Sofaba where would he find a situation? Where a girl being raped would be mutar to her husband. Because it appears that Avodah Shmuel says that in a normal case of rape, a girl's asked to her husband. So says, no, would be, where would it be? Going to camera, Aidim. If Aidim said, We saw her screaming and fighting from the beginning till the end. This is clear to us this girl had never ever changed her mind and participated willingly. In a case like that, even Avodah Shmuel would say, You know what, there, because we know that Anus Rachmona Patre, the Gemara Patre, if I'm honest. So this would be the example. What about the principle of Hoshishim by trading, looking bagufo? Okay, he has another Hoshesh, but we're not talking about real situation. People watch this girl being raped. So he says, but Savcha, if we see that she was fighting and screaming and shouting from the beginning to the end, there's no Hashashia. And when I saw her, when I saw her starting to be raped, and suddenly she started enjoying it, there's no Hoshesh, but there's aid to this, right? So he says, we have a plague in the Rava. 
And yeah, on this case, Avodah Shmuel is pligged rabba d'amar rabba. Kol shechatav ones v'sof v'ratzon. Afilu he omeret hanicholi she'il malei niskakla he socharto. More clear. But of an exaggerated situation, the Gemara says that Rabbi says no. We never have such a situation. Even if we want to say that Tchilato Ba'onis, that it started off with Ones, and in the end it was Baratzot, it wasn't Baratzot to the extent that people come to save her and she said, no, leave me alone, leave me alone. Even if he hadn't wanted to rape me, this is a guy who would be happy to pay him to come and rape me. Right? To such a radical extent, she's still Muteret. Mm. That's what Rabbi says. Why? My timer, Yatsar Al-Basha. He says, because her Yates have got a hold of her. And if a woman like this, we don't judge her. Right? Look at Rashi over here. Yetzer al-Basha. V'gam ze ones, also called ones. She betchilat v'ila, she be ones, he'll bisha ha-boil yetzer. So her yetzer got hold of her. So it started by ones, even though now it's a yetzer, or it got hold of her, it overtakes her. That's also called ones. That's what Rava says. We must tell you about Rava, the girl comes a bright like Rava. V'hi lo nitpasa. Pasuk says, V'hi lo nitpasa. If she wasn't grabbed, remember? Then she's Asura. If she was grabbed, if she was attacked, if she was forcibly raped, that's she's muteret. Says, There is another type of example. Even if she wasn't grabbed and physically forced into she's still muteret. Right? Even that's another example where she she's still muteret. Where it started, honest, it became ratzon, says Rabbah. We see that it, even though the beginning was Ratzon, the, the beginning was honest, it was Ratzon, we consider it as if it was honest all the way through. We don't judge her badly. The Gemara brings another bright one. We're on, this, we're on the subject of all the diukimia and this pasuk of Vehi Lonit Pasa. We see a couple of examples. We go through quickly. Tanya, Vehi Lonit Pasa, Asura. If she wasn't grabbed and she consented, she's Asura. Ha, Nit Pasa, if she was grabbed, she's mutate back to husband. There's some situations, even though she was Nit Pasa. If she was raped forcefully, she lost her to her husband. Okay, unfortunately, makes a difference. Even if she was raped, she's asked to her husband. You must have a Bihurama Shmuel, Mishra Bishma, another din. In the same pass, he don't pass. Asura, Hanit Pasa, she's Muteret. The situations where even though she wasn't Nit Pasa, she wasn't raped, she's still Muteret. Remember, we saw this as well. If there was a Kiddushay Taut over here, that the Kiddush wasn't a good Kiddushin, so now the aloch is, she was never really married to the guy. And look at the extent, even though she's got a son on her shoulders, she's carrying, she's married with a child of this guy, right? She could just walk away from him. She was never really considered married to him, right? And therefore, if she was mezane with somebody else, she's not called the mezane because she wasn't married in the first place. Rabbi says a certain women who were taken captive by thieves, right? They were they were they were captured. The ganvu ganve, Sharian the guvrayu, they back they allowed to go back to their husbands. So I'm really Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda, what are you talking about? Bahakem mamati an lehu nahama. We see that they're bringing these captives bread. They're feeding them. These aren't uh, women who are being raped. These are participants. She says, no, Machmat Yuri, that's because they're scared of them. She says, We see that in battle, they're bringing them spears and, and, and arrows to participate. They're helping them. Again, he says, Machmat Yira. That's all because of Yira. So he says, But, Vadai Shafkinu, Vazlan Minafshayu, 
However, if they abandoned their husbands after they came back to redeem them and they went on their own accord, then they would be Asur. They preferred the life with their, with their crooks. You know, maybe mm-hmm. they got used to that sort of life. Then they'd be Asur. So Shvui Malchut, if the king takes them by force, they are as if they were taken captive. Look at Rashi here. Shuya Malchut, I'm one, two, three, four, five lines of the wide lines at the beginning there of the fifth wide line. Shuya Malchut, Nashim Sheshava Hamedech Tashmish. Right, the group example like a Cheshverosh. Right, who forced them to come and have sex with him. Hareya and Keshwin, they are like captives who were taken, Mutarin the Balehen, Kiritnan, or Tvinach, Lin into. Because our Mishnah said, even if you're taken captive, I put you back, you can come home to me. They Mutar to go back to their husbands. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Uh, Vaha Tanya, we learned in the bright Ibch, the other way around, that, that, that Shvui and Malchut are not like Shvui. So it says, no, Malchut and Malchut are Kashi. It says, there's no steer over here. It depends. Hi, Malchut and Kashverosh. The one who we talk about Malchut and Kashverosh, the real king, right? And there the words of Malchut and Kashverosh, Hain Kashvui, they like captives. If you show me that is a big, serious king, but your dad shall always say, Everyone knows that the king's not going to marry you. Not going to make you into his princess. Not everyone's going to be a, a Esther. In all the women that Achashverosh slept with, there was one Esther. All the others was just for one night. So there we know it's Bilat Shnut, and therefore it's like a captive. On the other hand, there is a type of Malchut called Malchut Ben What's Malchut Ben These aren't real kings. These are little guys like cronies who go around kept taking cities captive, and they behave like kings, and they think they're kings. A guy like this, he might think he's a king, and he might want to marry you. Right, look at Russia over here. Benetzer. This time they were actually criminals. Velakat ayarot, and they would capture cities. Umalach alehem. Venasa rosh listim. Right, and they'd become like the, and the heads of the criminals. Ubedidet nan, and there we learn Shvuya Malchut, Enon Kashvuya. And there, if, you, if one of these guys take you, that's not called Shvuya Malchut. And then you are Asher the Balehen. Why? The Savra Minzav Kamin Nasivla. When she thinks, ah, this guy want to marry me. So I'll marry to a little king. And now she'll be happy to stay with the medieval husband because the husband's just this never have with the yes, she's going to be with a king. So a guy like this, with the child that she won't want to leave her husband, that we, can, we don't call Ones and Shabui, that's called Ratzel. Right? So that's what Gemara says. That's Malchut Malchut. On the other hand, Listot also Lokashe. Right? Because on the one hand we said, right? Look at Rashi, Listim, Listim, Listot, Bebe Netzar, Asurot, Kramir and the Svarim, Minsab, Nasib, Dabari, Yeshemelech. If it's like a, a, a crook, like, like Netzer, there, guys, Mark, what is Shimap, I'm going to stay with him. But list him, I'll stand list him if it's just a regular, a regular crook. Right? Ha Benetzar, Ha Benetzar, Ha Benetzar, Ha Tam Kareli Melech, if stomach crook, now we're going to stay with the stomach crook, and therefore should be mutar back to others. Wait a second. Ubenetzar hatam karei melech uchatam karei. He called Benetzar sometimes called the galop, sometimes called the king. So Gemara says yes. Gabe achashveirosh, he's a listim, he's a criminal. Avagabe listim of stam kings, he's a melech. Okay, end of over here.